Thank you for joining the Wheel of Wellness podcast, where we explore taking control of your own health. I'm Dan, and joining me is my wife, Jenny. In this podcast, we will share the areas of our lives that we can control to maximize our health and extend our lifespan, and more importantly, our health span. We will cover how we decide to be fully involved in our own health. We will look at our past and the challenges that we overcame, the mistakes we made, the successes that we experienced and continue to experience. We will also share the ways we will try to enhance our future selves. We want to share our experiences with you in becoming fully engaged and improving our health. We obviously aren't doctors, so we took and continue to take our doctor's advice. We recommend that you do this as well. We also research reliable expert information and use our own experience and intuition to make the best decisions we can to improve our self-health and vitality. We will also share reviews of the products we have used in the past and the ones we continue to use. Please join us on this journey. Help us to become better by engaging with us. Let us help you by sharing our experience. Thank you for listening. Comment on what you want to hear or learn more about and let us help you. Don't forget to subscribe and join us in being fully involved in your self-health and vitality. Hey guys, we're back. Jenny here. It's Dan. We're happy to be back. You know, obviously we're going on this path, this this journey with you guys. We've talked about our own introductions last week. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about physical dimension of the wheel. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go in today a little bit with the dietary side of that for nutrition. Yeah, last week we went over a lot of the symptoms, a lot of the things that was going wrong with us. This week, um, we're going to be looking at the diet part of the physical dimension of the Wheel of Wellness and how it affected us and, and the different things we tried, the things that we were able to get some uh, wins from mm-hmm. and some things we got some uh, not so much of a win from. Yeah, we did have quite a few things that went a little sideways with the diet, but I think we've got a good grasp on the different. And, and again, everybody is different, right? Everybody's different. So you may or may not feel the same way as we did when we tried these diets. Oh, yeah. And, you know, in reality, everybody is different at different points in time. You know, I might be eating a specific way because I'm planning to either be in a performance mindset. You know, I might be increasing my carbs or a certain macro because I want to be in a performance mindset to where my physicality and I have to run a mile in so many minutes. And I might be eating in a certain way when I want to go ahead and cut body fat. There's different ways to be eating, even individually for that person. Yeah, and we're going to go through a couple of the main things that we've tried, the different diets that we've tried. And again, if you look at it, I think we've gotten to a point now because I know I was lost for a while. You know, I started off with keto and it was great. I lost a lot of weight. Well, well, we started off with the standard American diet. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> when we weren't doing so hot. So. Yeah. When we started, when I finally decided I've had enough because the doctors put me on insulin and was trying to give me more insulin and I'm like, no, this isn't going to be me. So went and started the ketogenic diet, started working out and lost 50 pounds doing it. And it was great. But then as we get into it, you'll find out that when you make some changes, 
things can, you know, come to a stall. Well, with that being said, what is the ketogenic diet? So the ketogenic diet is a high fat, low carb diet. It is designed to shift the body into a, a state of ketosis. So what that means is your body will go from burning the carbs, sugars. It'll go from burning carbohydrates for fuel to basically glucose, burning your fat, right? your glycogen. Stores. Yeah, it yeah. goes from that to burning your fat cells. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're burning your fat cells for energy, so this diet, in order to get there, your diet is a restrictive diet for carbs, obviously. So about 5 to 10% of the daily cal- caloric intake will be carbs. And then the rest of the calories come from fats and a moderate amount of protein. Yeah, the moderate amount of protein. You need protein to be able to sustain muscle. And the, the with a ketogenic diet, there's people that they live by the mantra that you can do dirty keto. That means you eat any kind of weird, bad fat there is. But truly, a clean ketogenic diet is you're eating good fats. You're not... Your yeah, avocados, it's whole nuts. foods, yes. right? You eat the whole foods. You don't eat the greasy McDonald's hamburger patties and do 10 of them at lunch. I mean, that's not what we're talking about. Well, it's not that bad of a meal, but. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's exactly but, what we're where we're leaning here. Yeah. You know, the benefits of, of the ketogenic diet is, you know, it encourages the body to burn stored fat for energy. For you specifically, it improved insulin sensitivity. You know, it helped with your type 2 diabetes and your insulin resistance. Yes, it really, I mean, this diet saved me. Mm -hmm. It really did. This way of eating. I don't really want to call it a diet because I still, and we'll get to this, but I still have some form of this in my life today, uh, you know, with the low carbs. I feel it actually made me kind of look at carbs as being evil. Mm -hmm. And not all carbs are evil. And it's not evil for everyone. But for my body, my body does not like them. The, you know, you need a certain amount to live. But in this day and age, people try and not people. Dietary advice is you're going to pump up a lot of carbs. And that's just not good, especially for you. Yeah, it's not good for any diabetic or anyone that's really trying to feel better and not sluggish and be, be able to try to lose some weight. That's one of the things as far as the, the carb aspect of it that's one of the difficult things for people when they do a ketogenic diet they're so Mm -hmm. basically addicted to carbs yeah so some of the benefits of ketosis also are you touched on the insulin sensitivity which Mm -hmm. is great but also it enhances your mental clarity Um, some individuals report improved focus and mental clarity which i at first it didn't feel that way for me but later on it did you kind of get the keto flu when you go into it yes which that you know, not everybody gets that, but some people do. I know the first round of doing it, I did, mm-hmm. but now I don't really feel that. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you're in a more of a sustained keto. Well, yeah. yeah, we can get into that. The next thing that we were looking at, for me specifically, kind of a really uh, ketogenic diet on steroids would be the carnivore diet. Yes. This did not work well for me when I first tried, at least in my mind, it didn't. But for you, it was good. For me, it was it was awesome. All those things that you get with a ketogenic diet, when you lose body fat, when you gain mental clarity, when you get the energy, when it just becomes focused like a, a razor's edge for me, it was great. It it was very easy i mean and it helped your joints like you were your knees were Mm -hmm. feeling so much better Mm -hmm. it just it it did a lot of good things but it did do one thing that made you kind of take a step back from it 
Yeah, my lipid panel kind of jumped. It went crazy, and my doctors, they uh, did not like the results of my carnivore diet. Yeah. You know, my carnivore diet had to do with a lot of red meat, had to do with eggs, had to do with dairy. Carnivore diet is... Animal protein. Animal, animal protein. Product. It excludes all plant-based foods, no fruits, no grains. Now, there's different people that advocate for the carnivore diet to where you can include fruit. If you look at it, carnivore is not fruit eating but anyways that's that's for a different time yeah i think some people look at it like caveman days right Mm -hmm. hunters and gatherers yep they look at the carnivore diet in that kind of light which is a great light to have i mean those the it's all whole foods Mm -hmm. so it does work for some people it's a great thing the potential for weight loss is outstanding because you remove all the carbs from your diet and it's so simple i mean is it an animal (laughs) right and not only that but it actually can help some serious digestive issues as well. It can help eliminate like uh, like an elimination diet mm-hmm. if to be you, able to if find you look, if you're allergic to something. Jordan Peterson, Michaela Peterson. Look at Michaela Peterson and look at her story. It's a wonderful tale of recovery and being able to have longevity by going by this diet. Now, like I said, the drawback for me was a lipid panel. I still try and I do more of a ketovore, which that's a very, very slim <laughs> Uh, way of eating you know if you if you have the standard american diet you have keto the one percent between that is kind of like the keto war diet yeah focus more on the good fats and not so much on the bad um some of the some of the drawbacks of this can be a lack of fiber in your diet i did not find that i know joe rogan he he had talked about doing it and when he first got on the carnivore diet, he had explosive diarrhea. He oh had a hard time goodness. holding things together. So the lack of fiber can cause some issues. But then for I some had people. the opposite effects. Yeah, it made me constipated. Yeah, there's there's some claims of neutral defi- uh, nu- nutritional deficiencies. But if you look at people like Dr. Sean Baker, they've been doing this for years, close to decades, mm-hmm. and they're just as healthy as a horse. You, it, you can also look at it in, in a way of there's a moral in some people's eyes. There's a moral quandary because they want to go ahead and sustain animal life. And they have the the, the leanings toward its cruelty towards animals. And I can, re- I can respect that. Mm-hmm. If that's the reason that you have that feeling rather than just some type of political stance, I, I have no problem having that discussion. And mm-hmm. I respect people's people's uh, ability to have that viewpoint. Absolutely do. So he talked about some of the drawbacks and controversies with that. The other diet, too, is just low carb. You don't necessarily have to go full keto or carnivore. Just reduce the amount of carbs you're eating. That for us, yeah, it, it allows more more flexibility than either being on full-blown keto or on carnivore. For me, this is kind of like a wheelhouse. This is a uh, a holding pattern for us. If I'm in a place to where I'm not quite focused on keto and I'm not quite focused on carnivore, low carb is easy for me to be at. And this is where I spend some time and I feel safe there. Yeah. And I think you get, as long as you keep it whole foods, that's the thing. Get the processed foods out of your diets, regardless of what diet you're doing or how you're eating. Processed foods are the bo- are the problem in most people's lives. That's where you run into issues because when you run just a low carb lifestyle, rather than you, you're being strict with carnivore or ketogenic diet, you say you're thinking I'm low carb. And you're like, well, maybe I can have those chips. Maybe I can have those tortillas. I can have a little bit of salsa with them. 
Um, because I'm just doing low carb, I won't eat this so I can go ahead and save up for that. And it kind of leans into you eating more processed foods and it expands from a low carb diet to a moderate carb diet. You just end up being on that slippery slope back to a standard American diet. Not only that, but the carbs will start making you like, I know for me when I did keto strictly, my sugar cravings and all the carb cravings, wanting chips, things like that, candy went away. It took a minute. It was hard in the beginning, but it went away. And I noticed like when I, you know, would go for social hanging out or something like that, it made it a little more difficult. So I would eat something that was a little bit more carby. And guess what? I started getting my cravings back mm-hmm. just that quickly. And it's kind of awkward as well. Like you, you hit the nail on the head with that. When you go out to eat or you're with friends at a party, it's almost, you, you, you're not ashamed of what you're doing, but you, it gets really, it's tiring for the 30th time that you're explaining. Yes, you're explaining to somebody, I'm eating low carb or I'm eating keto. So no, I cannot have that piece of cake. No, I cannot or have that. Or you're looking at that cake and saying, oh, damn, I want that cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, what's a little bite? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm used to that, though, being gluten free because of I have to be. And it, I understand, like, having to explain yourself or... Where do you want to eat? Well, let me think about what has gluten-free. So it's hard socially. Mm -hmm. It can be difficult. So going into the next thing is something that you ventured off into. I am just not. I am not this person whatsoever. (laughs) He made so much fun of me for doing this. You turned into a rabbit for a while. (laughs) So I actually felt really good when I first started it. What was it that you started? The vegetarian diet. Wow. I didn't go vegan. I couldn't do it. I love dairy too much. So I didn't go vegan, but I did do the vegetarian diet. And when I first started it, I felt wonderful. I even did. And anybody who wants to try this diet and you think it would work for you. um, Splendid spoon. I did that and it was delicious. Oh, they uh, made the best. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All you gotta do is pop in a microwave. It's great. Um, and they use all organic and they don't put, at, you know, all those preservatives in it. Earlier, you made the distinction. You did vegetarian, but you didn't do vegan. What was the difference between that? Okay, what is the vegetarian diet? So the vegetarian diet, it eliminates meat, but it includes plant-based foods such as fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, any dairy or plant-based alternatives. Okay, dairy so- is... Obviously, milk mm-hmm. comes from a cow. Yeah. Cheese, butter, things like that. Milk does not come from an almond. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have nothing against almond milk. No, but no. No, it doesn't. Um, so those things obviously are made from animals. And I will tell you, I ventured often to a little bit of pescatarian as well. So I did the vegetarian then added fish. And that's when I really felt good is when I added that in. Once I add a little more fish to it, and of course eggs, because obviously, you know, vegans don't eat eggs either. So that's something that was big in the diet as well. Some vegetarians won't eat eggs either. So mm-hmm. it's more like a lacto-ovo vegetarian. Okay, that's, I I thought carnivore or ketovore was a very slim line. Lacto-ovo <laughs> super transformer <laughs> vegetarian. <laughs> I mean, there's so many ways you can do it. So and, uh, let me be clear. I respect everybody's <laughs> choice of eating and that's fine. I have no problems with that. You you do you. I respect mm-hmm. that. Respect the way that I eat. 
I'm fine with that. I just lo- I love vegetables and probably more than fruit, really. But you know, on keto, we could only eat certain vegetables because you can't eat the mm-hmm. you know low glycemic vegetables. Right, you have to be very careful with that. So I just kind of went hog wild with it, and I did lose weight at first. But then I started gaining weight because well, of too many carbs you, and my sugar started going up. Your energy levels were dri- dipping too. When they you first were. did it, it was like a novel thing and you yeah. were feeling good. But once it kind of settled weeks, in, yeah. it was like, uh. Yeah. Ab- about six weeks in, I started, my hair started coming out. Mm-hmm. I remember that. About eight weeks, I was just exhausted. I felt like I had no energy. And I'm like, you know, this this just isn't for me. I need some sort of protein because I really struggled getting enough protein. You, It's hard to get enough protein. And you know what? I commend any vegetarian out there that gets enough protein because I couldn't do it. The values for vegetarian protein from plant-based sources is no disrespect, but it's a lower quality than from animal-based sources. Yeah, I mean, it's more... <laughs> It's diff- it's more difficult it's to get quali- your protein. Yeah, I mean, there's quality to it, but it's not as intense. Not, I guess. not dense. It's not, yeah, yeah, not as dense. I guess would be the right so, word. So, but I can't. I'm just gonna. I have to touch base on this real quick. Mm-hmm. I remember when you were in the throes of loving the vegetarian diet, and my wife wants to take me to a restaurant for lunch. I'm like, this is cool. We're gonna go try a new place. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> you know, she's telling me about how great it is and everything. We get there. There's not. There's. There's no meat in the place. They don't even use leather for the menu covers. There's nothing. It's just plants and plants and plants. It was good, though. You thought it was good? It was. You thought it was good? It was wonderful. Okay. I don't have anything against people that like vegetarian. The only thing that I can say, and I would be fine the rest of my life doing a vegetarian or pescatarian. Mm -hmm. Pescatarian, probably more. But the problem with it is just I don't... I'm not able to get enough protein to make my body feel good there are there are great benefits of a vegetarian diet it's great for your heart it's heart Mm -hmm. healthy Um, you do have some form of weight management once you can find your balance your state of balance and the type of vegetables that you're eating it has good fiber but the drawbacks is just what you're saying you know the nutrient awareness Mm -hmm. you have to pay attention to your protein you have to pay attention to your iron your vitamin intake, your vitamin yeah, B12. Yeah, that's huge. I ended up on vitamin B12 supplements. I mean, I guess it's a good lesson to talk to a nutritionist, mm-hmm. talk to your doctor. Don't just jump into a diet thinking you know what you're doing, because I sure didn't. Yeah. I thought I did. Oh, just vegetables and, you know, maybe some fish. Yeah, that wasn't enough to sustain me. No. Uh, the I think about the time that we you had the primary diagnosis for celiacs and they said hey we're going to let you talk mm-hmm. to this person mm-hmm. so we went to the dietitian the dietitian was of no help whatsoever none you have to find somebody who's really good because basically they showed me a couple of labels and said look there's 50 different words for gluten so here are the the words pay attention to it and good luck that was pretty much it like okay this is not what I signed up for and I kept thinking nowadays thank goodness and you still have to check because not all grocery stores are good at this either they'll put gf labels on everything mm-hmm. um on the price tag on the shelves but sometimes it's not mm-hmm. 
But they, for the most part, they do a decent job. They, they do it. They do this little tricky thing. Same thing they do with keto products. They'll say it's keto friendly oh, yeah. or it's gluten friendly, mm-hmm. which means they've reduced if it. If it's but not it's still certified, there. don't do it yeah. because there's so many things out there now. They're jumping on the keto wagon and trying to get everybody's money, and it's not necessarily legit. The thing is also, I mean, you hit the nail on the head earlier, just very recently. You have to take personal responsibility, whereas yes. you can get advice and you can get guidance. You can get advice and guidance from people. It, that helps you out. Yes. You, it, getting guidance from people helps, but it's your responsibility. It's your health. You need to do your research. And then once you get uh, the nutritionist or the dietitian or the doctor that's on board with it, you need to do. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take, take that to heart and protect that and go forth and prosper with it. Yeah, so I will say this. I've been diagnosed with a lot of dietary restrictions and digestive issues and you name it, right? So I basically go and get colonoscopies every three years and um, an endoscope about every year, two years at the most, just to check on my um, lymphocytes and things that's going on in my gut. So I have a lot of gut health issues, but if you don't take control over it, it will take control over you. You have to guard yourself. It's your health. Absolutely do. So vegetarian, I guess, good for some, maybe not good for others. And that's the same thing like we were talking about. There's different seasons that it might be good for you. There's seasons that might be bad for you. It might be beneficial. It might not be beneficial at all for you. I don't think it'd be beneficial at all for me. The thing is, you have seen the different diets that we've been through here. The one diet that you need to stay away from is the standard American diet. Yep. And that's why we have so many obese and people in the our culture, because that's what, you know, they tell us that's the way you want to eat is the food pyramid. The food pyramid changes so much. Trust me, it's just not legitimate. <laughs> it might be good for some people, but uh, no. I haven't really come across <laughs> no, anyone that no. it was good for. <laughs> no, no. Uh, do your research, consult your medical professional, come up with a plan for you. Here's some of the things that we've tried. The keto di- ketogenic diet, carnivore diet, low carb diet, mm-hmm. vegetarian diet. As you heard Jenny say, the pescatarian, mm-hmm. vegetarian diet. Lacto-ovo vegetarian. <laughs> transformer diet. <laughs> but the one thing is you have to turn your diet into a lifestyle. Yeah. So technically you just got to take the word diet out of it. Because you just need to, that's the way you need to eat to survive. And that's what it's all about. And that's, that enhances your wellness in the physical aspects of things. Now, there's different aspects of the physical spoke and the wheel of wellness. We're going to be going over exercise probably next. And that one's going to be fun because I've learned so much. And I also learned I probably need to trust my husband a little bit more with this. (laughs) (laughs) There's things I need to trust you with. I appreciate that. But not a vegetarian restaurant. (laughs) No. Maybe not. <laughs> hey, it was good. It was good. You if you're enjoy- vegetarian, you, you would like it. You enjoyed it. <laughs> it I'll say good. that. You enjoyed it. You were smiling and grinning <laughs> ear to ear. Your smile was ear to ear. As you were over your food looking just like it was rancid. <laughs> I was trying to find the meat. <laughs> anyway, folks, next time we will definitely dig into exercises and what kind of works for me, you, mm-hmm. and 
the different things we've tried, the things that might yeah. work for you. There's just like with diets are very individualized. There's different types of exercise that's very individualized for each season of your life. It might be walking. It might be sprinting. It might be hiking. It might be skiing. It might be yoga. It might be strength training. It might be weight training. It might be body plyometrics. It's, there's so many different things. But we're going to go over the things that work for us and do a little review of all the different types. Yes. And anyone can exercise no yes. matter the age or your capabilities. Mm-hmm. There's always something for everyone. That's true. Well, guys, we appreciate it. Once again, I just want to make sure that we go ahead and make sure that you guys know that we are not medical professionals, that this is our experiences. These are the things that we've done. And as you've heard us say throughout the show, please consult your medical professional. Absolutely. Come up. Yes. It's your health is your responsibility. You have to have the plan, but you also have to take the advice of your doctors. Yes, we are not medical professionals whatsoever. So, guys, thank you for your time. It's very valuable. It's valuable to us. Please check us out on our website. At www.willowwellnesspodcast.com. Thank you, guys. Be looking forward to talking to you soon. Thank you.